Hey guys, welcome back to Middle Ground. Before we jump in, we've got a huge announcement. A lot of folks have been asking for this for years. We're finally giving you the first ever Jubilee podcast called Radical Empathy. That's right. We are really proud and excited to share it with you guys. It actually features an interview with somebody in this episode. So stick around until the end and we'll tell you more about it. For now, enjoy the episode. The one on my right, Sphere, if you think that is the shape of the Earth, point to it now. If you think the other model is the shape of the Earth, point to it now. Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Um, I don't think, I know for a fact it's a globe. The Earth is flat. It's like we have this uh, picture of reality that's a big puzzle piece, and then one of those pieces was, just wasn't fitting. I'm always open to having a discussion with someone who is holding a wrong belief like this. Are you willing to change your mind? I'm not. The evidence is so much. Nobody wants to be a flat earther, but if you showed me incontrovertible evidence, I would definitely go back. Who wants the ridicule? Where are you going to get from the discussion with the other side? I'd like to tear them to pieces. I'm Jim Underdown, Executive Director of the Center for Inquiry West in Los Angeles and the Chair of the CFI Investigations Group. I'm Spencer Marks, one of the senior members of the CFI Investigations Group, Science Advocate. I am Alina Yeri, I'm a theoretical physicist and I'm with the University of uh, Irvine. I am Wendell Walton, I am a Chief Learning Officer for a Young Startup. I'm Shelley Lewis, I'm a graduate of West Point critical thinker, and jumped out of the airplanes. My name is Dan Glattman. I work as Dan the Waterman in the drinking water filtration industry and I'm a truth seeker. I get my flat earthers on the left and my globe earthers on the right. <laughs> Only step forward if this is true for you. I believe the earth was created by a higher power. Well, I, I've been a Christian for 30 years, so um, the Bible is a flat earth book. You have to take it literally. Like, for example, in Isaiah, when it talks about how the earth is like a clay wa wax seal that's stamped with upturned edges, that's just not some fancy story. That's a simile. It is like. Right, right? absolutely. And in Isaiah, it talks about, too, and I'm a Christian, uh, he who sits upon the circle of the earth. There's a difference between a circle and a ball. Well, exactly. Yeah. If you look at the original uh, Hebrew, it means disc. There's two, over 200 scriptures in the Bible that point to a flat earth. So this notion that you need God or some higher power to create the earth or the universe is very old. Um, and was initially posited by people of a pre-scientific age. Since then, we have learned quite a bit about uh, the universe coming into existence, when that happened. Modern humans don't get their cosmology 
they don't get their physics, they don't get their knowledge of the universe from the Bible or any ancient text. It's sort of like the God of the gaps. Once, you know, people used to believe that lightning was God's wrath and throwing these lightning bolts, but once we understood it was a natural process, God shrank a little bit more because now we couldn't attribute those lightning bolts to God. We had to attribute that to the real science. Um, and the other thing, the point about the Bible specifically for me is why is that one particular text the correct one? You choose to believe that, and that's fine, but there's so many other writings and so many other books, so why weren't they correct? Why is just the, the Bible correct? Well, what you'll find in a lot of these ancient religions is they're all flat earth religions. All their cosmology goes back to being a flat earth with an enclosed system. So it's not just the Bible that teaches this. It's many different religious books. So one problem I have is to uh, trying to explain phenomena happen in nature uh, by holy books. Those are religious books. Those are not books of science. And it is wrong to infer or deduct uh, scientific um, readings out of those books. My name is Wendell. I am a logical, uh, biblically based, uh, and scientific flat earther. I didn't start out, and no one starts out as a flat earther, but I had a lot of questions. So I actually got to the point where I had to go out and, and put my own eyeballs on it. So we went out uh, to an observation at Salton Sea, and things just didn't add up down there. So we've gone back uh, probably a dozen times, and I can guarantee you that there is no curvature over distance. The internet has played an important role in confirming my view of this topic. That's the problem. Well, we have the advantage of information today that's outside of uh, channels two, four, and seven, and the, the few networks that are corporately owned. It's pretty easy to say YouTube isn't research, but when you spend enough time, you're picking up quite a bit, and with the discussion groups, panels, we've uh, gone against opposition, we've opposed ourselves. Uh, surprisingly enough, Flat Earth is its own worst enemy. So it's not that easy for us to come to consensus and we find the consensus is orchestrated and not actually scientific in any way. You know, my grandfather used to tell me growing up, never believe anything you read in the newspaper, right? He told that to me. Now, with the age of the internet, it's like, you know, how much of this misinformation are you getting there? And when you have like eyewitnesses taking video of something, you do have to uh, take everything with a grain of salt. That's why, because of my, um, my multimedia background, I knew that all that stuff could be faked. You know, take it into Photoshop, take it into After Effects. Okay, this is at the core of the issue of why there are so many flat earth believers out there right now. The problem is the information from someone who decides to start a website or produce a YouTube video is not reliable. When I have a toothache, I go to a dentist. When my car breaks down, I go to a mechanic. When you have questions about cosmology, you should go to an astrophysicist, you should go to a physicist, you should go to people who have spent years and years studying these ideas not some six-minute YouTube video. There is a percentage of people that if they saw a YouTube video that was not within their scientific chops to refute on the face of it, would believe anything out there. 
One of the things I will say is NASA.gov has their own documents out there that we get to vet, which is through the Freedom of Information Act. And would you agree that NASA documents, if they're on display, that we should be able to go and research inside there? NASA is not proving that the Earth is flat. Well, they say well, it in 14 you should, of the documents. you should read what NASA says, and so, you should listen to what I NASA says. I would love to see your NASA all, evidence all, that the Earth is it's flat. It's only their contradictory issues okay, that bring see. us here. We're all familiar with the Earth rise <laughs> photo, right? The Earth is rising over the moon. We're all familiar with it. That's a NASA. You can go out to NASA's site. You can download the original, right? I already know what you're going to ask. So you bring up the luminance on it, and you can see where it's cut out and pasted there. They're showing us doctored images that are clearly doctored. The blue marble is a very famous image from 1972. When you talk to the artist from NASA, his name is Robert Simmons, he talks about exactly how it was created from data, and it's not a photograph whatsoever. He added so clouds, let me, let me he added Hold a on. highlight of the if sun. If you take, you know, on your phone, most phones have that panoramic image. When you do that, you're taking a series of pictures, and the phone cleverly stitches that together. I'm just how it's presented. It's Hold presented on. as a real photo. So when NASA takes real photos, and they either clean them up for color, or they stitch them together so it's one large image, it doesn't mean they're CGI. You're talking about composites. I'm what you call a globe denier. Um, you could even get me into a virtual construct if I can't find the, the borders myself. It appears to me to be a stationary plane as opposed to the vastness of infinity of space, I would find it to be an ice plane where we have a localized sun and our environment thrives there. You know, these, these particular people have misled us on television. This is a brilliant opportunity to speak. We've been suppressed, censored by mainstream media. Alternative media is, is just a thing of beauty for me. I view the other side as uneducated. I'm running. Well, they, they certainly think they're educated. And they're following um, quite a bit of, you know, the university system, what we call scientism. Right, scientism. Obviously, is the belief in what's, um, what's written, where we tend to be exploring um, in the field with physical properties, not theories of any kind. We're using actual measurements that are calculated not by our guidelines, but the guidelines of science as we know it. I can only hope they're uneducated as opposed to disingenuous. Well, that's the other thing too, because we know that at least on a large scale, the government has been disingenuous and they're, they're, they're pushing a narrative, right? So it's, it's hard for us. I mean, I'm sure that you've met people too. It's like, look, are you just, you haven't looked into it yet? Or are you a shill? Are you, are you part of a disinformation campaign? I don't think you guys are uneducated. I think you're wrongly educated. I think the problem with what I've seen in the flat earth crowd is that it's not that they're undereducated, but they, instead of looking at evidence and letting the evidence guide to where the ultimate conclusion is, they start with a conclusion and then they try to cherry pick evidence to support their pre-drawn conclusion. They cast away all the bits of evidence that actually is contrary to their beliefs. I, I think that you're very well educated as well as you are, are Jim. But, Certainly Ali is, and, he's about to get the best education he, of yeah, all of he, us. He, exactly, and he paid for it too. Um, 
but more and more uh, professionals are coming on board. They're starting to question their reality. So the thing of it is, is once you start to really look, take a hard look at the evidence, and you are, are unafraid of just standing for the truth, wherever that may lead you, uh, then um, you, you, people end up becoming flat earthers. I'm hoping to be able to tell our side of the story from the inside out. So many times, flat earthers are depicted from the outside in, and I want to be able to share with others empirical data that proves the Earth is not what we've been told. I have changed my mind at some point about this topic. So when I was 12 years old, I went to space camp and I met Alan B. Shepard. Oh, nice. Yep, yep, and I wanted to be an astronaut, and I wanted to be the first woman to walk the moon. Oh. So, um, for me, I'm a glober. I went into this completely wanting it to be true. And my husband told me, you know, he saw this thing about the fake moon landing. And I was like, you're absolutely crazy. There's no way that the moon landings are fake. And then in 2010, my husband was killed, and so I never really developed that until around um, 2014 when Flat Earth kind of came back up. And that, little, sorry, and that little voice inside my head said, remember the fake moon landings? Remember when that was brought to my attention? And then I started really critically analyzing that. And I would say, you know, just looking at that evidence, if they can lie about the moon landings, they can certainly lie about pictures and satellites and other things. And so I started going down that rabbit hole of of studying, so that was my influence from How my many husband. lies does it take to make a liar, right? And being ridiculed for being inquisitive um, is, is pretty tough on us. I wouldn't say that I've changed my mind because my mind isn't set. NASA is, is, is solely designed to change my mind. It is, from its inception, from its discovery, has been a television program, it's been a space program to sell us on something that they've yet to actually show us. Show me a globe spinning with clouds and a moon, show me home, and I think I could shut up quite, I mean, easily, I think I could shut up. The timing of your conversions is interesting to me. 20 years ago, the flat earth world was tiny and insignificant. Uh, enter the advent of the internet, YouTube, online discussion groups, all these new available places where you could find information about everything. This is true that the evidence as you looked were not a robust evidence. And the sources you used, they were not reliable sources again. But my problem is that, and I, I, I like you guys that you are very skeptical, but at the same time, you are not skeptical about your belief system. You that should have come back, first. You, you, you think that that's my foundation for why I believe the Earth is flat. And I'm telling you, you're wrong. Okay. I have evidence that proves it's flat. What type of evidence? It's not yeah. a ball. What you type of evidence? We're being misled. We're being deliberately misled by mainstream now, media. What's your evidence? You're we thinking. see too far. We see too far. We should not be able to see. I live in Dana Point. Okay. I can see San Clemente Island, which is 60 miles away. So what? What do you mean, so what? Oh, I'm it's on the beach. It's 100 feet I'm on tall. the beach. It is what do you tall. mean by so what? I'm on but, the beach. Yeah, yeah. Can you see a ship which is going? 
We're oh, yeah, let's talk about, about the ship that goes yes. over the curvature okay. of the Earth. I love so. it. So <laughs> science has said that when I see a ship go out of my field of view, it's going over the curvature of the Earth, correct? Yes. But then I bring my P900 up, and guess what? I can zoom it back in. Not so is it enough. going over the curvature of the no, Earth or not? Absolutely. Oh, not all the time? No, you don't see all the ship. You don't see all the ship. The bottom part of the ship yes. is hidden by the curvature. At that distance, yeah. you shouldn't see the top At of it all. either. If the Earth were truly flat, there would be really hardly any limit. You'd be able to stand at the top of the Empire State Building and look toward Chicago, a mere thousand miles away, and see the lights of Chicago at night. No, why, why wouldn't no because you? you have an atmospheric disturbance. Very it, thick. I, I've been into alone. astronomy since I was 10. It's faulty logic. It's completely faulty logic. One of the big things I do is investigate extraordinary claims like flat eartherism or ESP or all sorts of different things. The Earth is undoubtedly a globe and not flat. This is well supported by gobs of science. Scientific consensus is possible. Scientific consensus is possible. What is the question? I don't understand the Scientific question. Scientific consensus is possible. Possible? Anything is possible. I mean, anything is possible. I, I've, got a, I've got a tremendous issue with consensus and peer review. I've been spending a lot of time arguing the other, with people that argue the other side. And I found that surprisingly, consensus always wins. It, it was shocking to me that the group with the majority has an incredible advantage. As scientists, flat earthers, truthers, punks, we're an incredible disadvantage. Let's talk about scientific consensus for a second. You're never gonna get 100% of anyone. There is scientific consensus on a global earth, there's scientific consensus on evolution, a lot of big they issues. Use the word theory. No, Do you know what a, a theory in science is an extremely... And a, fa and a fact is me, a fact. Don't mistake this word theory. You are. In not science, me. it's not conjecture, it's not... It's an explanation. Is, is it, by it, definition, well, it's an explanation. Well it's a deep... Well, let's talk so about a fact. Show me a fact. Made a mistake. Why aren't all facts theories? In science, the word theory is the highest level that you can give something because it's so well supported. What about a fact? That is a fact. It's, it's, it's well, not a fact you would call it you a know fact. Why? Do you know why? Because in science, there's always room for improvement. There's always room to find to better, tweak. to tweak and find better information. So that is how science works. It gets better refined over time, as opposed to flat earth theory, which never gets refined. It simply is what it is. New and ideas have limited access to media and limited exposure. Until we're in a university curriculums, we will continue to appear uneducated. Well, that's not true. In the history of science, we had many occasions that it, the idea was not welcomed by the society. Einstein was one of them. Galileo. Galileo was one of them. Mm -hmm. But if your theory is an authentic one, and it can be go through this hardship of scientific method, eventually will win. I used to believe that science was after the truth, right? They just, we all just want to know what the truth is. Science has been trying so hard to divorce itself from the idea of a creator when God's intent was to create science to lead you to him. You know, sometimes things seem supernatural 
uh, that we are able to explain later through you know, science. Okay, I understand. But there are other things as well that are supernatural, that go beyond the natural, that we can only explain uh, through believing in a creator, right? This is my big issue with science, uh, scientific approach and non-scientific approach. You are absolutely right. In science, we are after the truth. And we are hoping by each day we're getting closer and closer to the truth. We never get there. Never. Well, I, that's, I know that's true for you. And I, no, no, I, that's I, a science. That's, that's you guys. You think you do have the truth. Now let's look at the evidences. As you were mentioning, you do have the conclusion. Let's find the evidences. Science doesn't work that that's way. That's not true. Well, that's not what that we're is not true. Well, you are saying you, no. you are you referring could... to Jesus, who many billions of people do not believe, including myself. And many more billions do. So what? So, so who's right? Of course I can. So when you say that we start with a conclusion and then try to match everything to make it work, like that to me is complete dishonesty. That is not true at all. That is what you are doing no, right now. No, you're not. You're making that assumption. No. Which I think science assumption. does a lot of. Well, so do you I, make I, assumptions I, I, or I, not? Does I, science I make assumptions? Know. Does science no, make well, assumptions? Yeah, we, sure. Okay. We do make assumptions but, based on things that are well supported and bias. proven and reproven. Bias. We don't have show to. Show me how you isolate gravity. If gravity we is don't an have assumption, to. you show me in the scientific method how you isolate gravity. We've done the action. Yeah, sure. And I kind of feel like I want to develop some of this stuff a little bit more. It feels high level, but I feel like there's so much that I haven't really even touched base on. Well, I mean, I, I certainly didn't think that anybody was gonna, on either side was going to flip. Well, I, there's still time. There's still time. I, I have hope for you, Wendell. Oh. And Shelly. I don't know about Dan. I have hope for you, too. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's certainly, I'm glad it's a civil discussion, certainly. Oh, yeah. Put your wires to the side, and we'll just do another problem. Hey, one more side. <laughs> <Good>. He flipped! <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> the greatest moment in television history right there. Good All right. NASA is trustworthy. So, I, I mean, obviously any organization can be wrong with certain things, and they uh, may have individuals that uh, lie or deceive or something, but as a general organization, um, they're looking for the truth. Yeah, the idea that NASA and the government is lying to us about the shape of the Earth is the height of conspiracy theories. In order for this to be true, the literally hundreds of thousands of people who at some point over the last 50 or 60, 60 years would have to, had to be somewhat complicit in this, and nobody spills the beans at all, is on the face of it, completely unbelievable. The private does not know what the general is doing.
there's compartmentalization happening all the time. Of course. So it wouldn't be that far-fetched. Has the government ever lied to us is really the question at stake. We all agree on that. Common ground. Now we have uh, NASA.gov, right? And we, oh, absolutely, they're not lying about anything. They're completely transparent. Everything is true. We'd be no, foolish no, no. to There's think that's true. There's a difference here. I'm sorry. The, 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 this is a fallacy here. There's Not a, diff- a fallacy. The, uh, I'm sure it is. Go See, ahead. you were talking about a government. Now yep. you're talking about an agency NASA. of the government. Gov. But this agency is scrutinized by thousands and thousands of scientists around the globe. You are dealing with smart people, believe me. You are dealing with deny, smart people. I don't deny that. So it is very hard to do that. Once or twice, maybe. Not for the whole time. Raise your hand if you think we went to the moon. What is the proof? Hundreds and hundreds of pounds of moon rocks and dust. And we have distributed those freely to PhD scientists around the world. And not one of those geologists have said, what is this? It's proven to be fake. And no, also yes. not, and collected no, on the ice in no, Antarctica and yeah, in the Arctic as well. There's Those absolutely. are collected. You don't no. have to go to the moon to get moon rocks. As a matter of fact, all U.S. Air Force photography prior to 1958 shows a flat Earth. Only NASA shows That's a sphere. That's, That's, That's absolutely, absolutely not true, true, Jim. I wouldn't and, lie to you. And, and the other, the other, the other <laughs> NASA's of, lying to you, the, my friend. The other bit of proof not myself. Is we have a laser retro reflector on the moon yeah. that we're using so, now. Do we still use to this day. Yeah. You, it's you sitting can, there. You can find to the inch how far away the moon no is. No pictures of home. That only is there. But, by no, the way, there are not. My question to you is, why? Why would all these honest, hardworking people? perpetuate this massive fraud. Why would they do this? What's the benefit of doing Okay, the benefit of it. They make $52 million a day. Follow the money. No, the little Follow guy. Follow the money. The little guy. That's what, then when you say all, okay. But it didn't start out that way. And NASA was not founded to prove that Earth was a globe. It had nothing to do with the way they were founded. Well, if you go and study Are you the- sure? Yeah, positive. Really? Yes. Somebody has to be a voice for reason, and somebody has to be a voice for truth. It's, I, it would be a fantasy to believe that I would change anybody's mind from the other three. However, if there's somebody sitting on the fence, and this is the first introduction to this debate, perhaps they'll hear the reasonable voice and say, that makes more sense than having this pizza-shaped earth. I can put myself in the mindset of the other side. I used to be a ball earther. Everything you say right now is completely what I used to agree to. So I completely understand where you're coming from. For me, I think the, the correct way to do any kind of investigation or to examine things is by literally putting yourself in that mindset of the other person. So I do do that. I, don't, I disagree with your position, but I completely understand from your perspective where, what you're saying. The trouble I have understanding your perspective is, in the modern world, unless you live in a cave somewhere, you have to believe in science implicitly. I met a flat earther, a young woman who said, I don't trust anything that science does. And that's a problem because human beings can't replicate the whole body of science 
every single generation. At some point, you have to trust what's already been discovered and proven and move on to the next thing. Otherwise, we're not gonna advance at all. I mean, when you turn that key ignition in your car, you expect the car to start out. And not blow up. And not blow up, because science puts you in that position. So it's really hard to understand how people would know in their hearts that science achieves wonderful things and then just jumping ship when it comes to this other issue. We're not drawing conclusions. We understand the mechanisms that made that car work. There is no theories and no, no disputed conclusions involved there. It's not a good analogy. Can I admit a great compromise that we have to experience being against the grain people? is we have to literally sit in a group and decide whether or not we can afford to have an opinion. And that's, that's tough. I, I actually, I, I, I agree with you there because we're the same thing. I mean, I, I think skeptics go through this and atheists go through this. I don't believe in God. When I'm around religious people, I take a chance socially when I tell them I'm an atheist. So I know it, it takes some courage to follow your beliefs and I appreciate that. But I think I've done a lot of research in that venue too. And it's not something I choose to believe in, it's something I have to believe in based on the evidence. See, what I get from you guys is that uh, seeing is believing. So how come you believe in God or Jesus? You haven't seen neither of them, right? I've seen so, evidence though. Well, exactly, so we are looking for evidence. There are many, many other evidences for Earth not being flat. My point is that these, uh, these experiments clearly show that the Earth is globe. And you don't need to go outside it's the globe conclusion. to see it's globe. It's a, it's a theoretical... You told me you want the evidence. If you're That's saying not... that you look only to see something, then I dispute your belief system in God and Jesus or uh, Yehovah or Buddha or Zarathustra or anyone. You keep going back to religion as because it's coming from there. No, you tell no, you do no, have the truth. I have evidence. She just, I have evidence. You quoted at the beginning she of this. Out physics. You quoted Bible. Of That's course the I did, reason. But that is not the only reason I know what the shape of the Earth is, and you keep. Well, that's fallacy. It's not fallacy. It Actually, fallacy. it is not fallacy. It is a fallacy. I'm a theoretical physicist. Uh, what I'm doing is the combination of string theory and cosmology. So we try to understand what happened during the Big Bang, after the Big Bang, or even before the Big Bang. What are you hoping to get from the discussion today? Well, I hope I would be able, particularly to the young generation, to convince them that first, they should think critically and don't believe anything. They shouldn't take anything for granted. Look at the evidences and examine those evidences. And throw away uh, those uh, claims that are not evidence-based. Um, science, not to put it down, but when you're talking about rocket science, this is very difficult for the majority of people to understand, and it's designed that way. And so, in a lot of ways, hiding behind rocket science is similar to religion. If you look at the Catholic Church back in the days, only we can interpret the Bible. You have to listen to what we say. So in a lot of ways, we're getting that same notion from science that says, only we can interpret what these numbers are. You just need to trust us. But then when we actually do go and test some of their equations and they don't work, 
Does that beg the question for us to go and test it ourselves? Absolutely. I would say, you know, one great thing about science is its predictability. Let's for some moment, for a short moment, assume that your model, this flat earth model is correct. I don't know what does it buy for us? What does, what does it predict for us? Uh, so my question for you guys uh, would be next time, uh, bring me something from your theory, your model, that you can predict something which the globe earth uh, model cannot predict. Then I would change my mind. I would just say that don't believe anything that I've said. You gotta do your own research. And I think what you'll find is that you'll see that a puzzle piece doesn't fit. And the only way you're gonna do that is if you put your own eyeballs on it. I don't blame people for being skeptical. I'm skeptical about a lot of different things. I applaud that instinct in you. But you have to go beyond just not believing in something. Ask the hard questions. Ask what qualifies a YouTuber, a book author, anywhere else you're getting this information. What qualifies them to make wide-ranging comments about the shape of the earth? Look, anybody who can overturn Einstein or some major theory is gonna be eventually written in the halls of science for the rest of their lives. But they have to come up with the goods. They have to show uh, good science-based evidence that what they say is true, and they have to withstand the test of time and peer review and the rigors of the scientific method. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Ollie, it was nice to meet you. I'll get a hug too. Very nice to meet you. Hey, I want to get you a copy of my novel. Oh, good Good job. Thank you guys for watching this episode of Middle Ground. That's right. We know that one of the biggest requests we get is we just want longer episodes. We want to know more about these stories. We want to hear more about the middle ground. So we created a podcast called Radical Empathy where we can do just that. Shelly from this episode actually sat down with me and we had a conversation about her beliefs and how she came to be a flat earther. It's amazing, you have to listen to it, but don't just take our word for it. We're gonna play you a little sample right now. All right. Take a listen. Let's do it. All right. This is John Regalado sitting with Shelly Lewis and we are here to talk about beliefs. Okay, I have studied that the earth is flat mm -hmm. and have come to the conclusion that I agree with that. Uh, this episode is amazing. This is our first one ever, and you can find it anywhere. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. But if you love it, please let us know in the comments there, and also give it five stars, because if you guys love it, we're going to do even more. This is just a big test. Yeah, we'd love to do a whole season of these for you guys. Um, so thank you so much for supporting us. We want to keep making new things for you, and until next time.